Welcome, friends, to today's edition of Balanced Living, Changing Lives for Good. I'm joined in the studio today by Evelyn Kissinger, who is a registered dietitian and nutrition director for Lifestyle Matters. Evelyn, it's so good to have you with us today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, our subject is Healthy Weight Helps, Best Weight Basics. And we're going to talk about in this session key attitudes and strategies for actually achieving and maintaining a healthy weight. Now, many times people will lose weight and then they end up gaining it back, but we want to find out how can we lose weight permanently. Is that right? That's right. That's what we're going to talk about today. And so carrying unhealthy weight can often bring a psychological impact and lead to depression and even physical illness, Evelyn. And so we're going to see that today. So talk to us a little bit about healthy weight. Well, what we want to talk about today is how we can achieve that healthy weight. And people get in stuck in lots of different ways. Today, we're going to talk about Cindy and her story. But, you know, people are caught up with all kinds of unhealthy lifestyle choices, and that can often lead to too much weight. You know, about 70% of our adults are overweight. About one-third of our children are overweight. We are talking about something that's really applicable to our population. It's really a serious epidemic that continues to grow worse every year. Absolutely. Every year we see the numbers rising, and we also see that there are many chronic diseases, lifestyle diseases, that are are associated with putting on too much weight. So putting on too much weight is a problem in of itself, but it can also lead to other diseases, and those diseases can actually lead to other diseases. That's right. And as you mentioned, the psychological implications are also very important. You know, there, people just don't feel good about themselves. Yeah, that's right. And there's a lot of people suffering from that depression, from that low self-esteem, that low self-worth. They struggle with the daily activities of life. I mean, there's television shows now, you know, My 600-Pound Life or My 1,000-Pound Life, and about people that are so far gone, they have to have surgery. And so we want to share with you, friends, today some very practical, basic tips that will help you take off the weight and keep it off permanently. That's exactly right. A lot of people will go on a diet or lose weight, but the big deal is that maintenance, that keeping the weight off. That's so, where the success lies. So really here, we're not looking for just a fad diet. We're looking really for a lifestyle change. We're looking for a lifestyle change where you can actually enjoy the process, mm-hmm. where you create a lifestyle that is vibrant and that you can enjoy the things that maybe you haven't been able to in the past because of your health challenges. And some of these things that we're talking about are really quite simple strategies that can lead to long-term success. That's what we want to share with today. Absolutely. And so, friends, we want you to be encouraged by this program. It's going to give you some very powerful tips that you can use on a daily basis, things that are not just going to throw your whole life out of whack, but we want you to be happy, healthy, and holistic. And so let's talk about Cindy a little bit. Tell us about Cindy. Cindy grew up in a home where her mother was a heavy smoker. She also smoked in her youth, and later it became a serious habit. After a difficult divorce, she struggled to raise her son by herself. It was during her divorce, coupled with a heart attack scare that her mother had, that Cindy quit smoking. Sometimes people will struggle with their weight after they stop smoking. And after she stopped smoking, she says, you know, I just feel so good that I can actually smell the roses again. As the pounds slowly piled on, Cindy became more socially insecure. She was isolated. Mm. She felt depressed. And this just increased her eating. And she gained up to 80 pounds. 
And this vicious cycle was in a full swing, which lasted for many years. But she said, when my husband bought me some jeans, large jeans, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And she says, I really need to do something about it. This is my aha moment. And I think a lot of people get to that place where they go, it's time. I just must do something right now. Mm -hmm. And this is where she was. So she says, you know, I need a mental and physical makeover. And it's up to me to do something about it. Really, that boils down to a very important key is that, friends, no one else can choose it but you. That's right. It's a decision. Your family can wish it for you. Your friends can hope it for you. But really, it only comes to you choosing it. That's what's really going to make the difference. That's what gives you the perseverance and the optimism to go forward. Because we are up against a lot of choices in this life. And to know that this is the path that I'm going to stay on. I have decided. And every day I'm making the decision to follow in this direction. And so this is how her journey unfolded. First, she said, I saw my need and my potential as they really were. So she knew she had a problem and she said, believing my life had meaning and purpose bigger than me was really motivating. Hmm. The second step was I chose to believe that I could change, Hmm. that this is possible. So instead of thinking negatively of, I can't do this, or this failure-based message, she stopped making excuses and feeling sorry for herself. Hmm. Her third step was she said, I choose faith in God to activate my decision. My faith gave me the power to push through obstacles and to learn new habits. You know, a lot of people don't think about turning to God. That prayer in the morning is, okay, God, I'm ready to get up, and there's choices to be made all day long. Please help me with my choices. Please help me with my everyday lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. And putting that into a prayer to God to give us the strength. Well, in addition to that, Evelyn, you also have the reading of the Bible, which gives the strength to do it. You know, I think of Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then it gives those positive messages that she said, I need to stop looking at the negative, but it gives those positive messages that I can do this with God's strength. So there are promises, there's power, and combining the prayer with the reading of the Bible. That's very, very powerful. So instead of impossible, she says, this is possible. Her fourth awakening was, I accept the support I need to persist in my decision. So she decided that she was going to join with other people who are practicing healthy lifestyle choices. So she decided to join a walking jogging club and hanging around with people who had the same ideas. And her husband, Brian, he decided that he was going to help her along the way and be a support, and he lost 40 pounds Mm. in the process as well. So what you're saying is if you're trying to lose weight, you don't want to go join a Twinkie eating club, right? (laughs) And you don't want to be surrounded by people that are eating all these other things. You really have to move away from that and, and even invite others to join you in that journey to lose weight being a part of those groups of people that are like-minded that say, you know, I want to think healthy, I want to choose healthy, I want to act healthy. As a result, we're going to be healthy. So, friends, you want to connect yourself to those people and remove yourself from others who are going in the other direction. That's right. We are going to choose those behaviors of probably the people that we're around. And so think about those friends that you have in your life or those family members that are choosing a healthy way and spend more time with them. 
And making that effort to get out and join a walking club or an exercise or a gym or maybe even a healthy supper club or something Mm -hmm. like that so that you can have that support. And that's a good mention, Evelyn, that there are many supper clubs all across Michigan. That's right. And really all across North America, there are churches that engage in those, many Seventh-day Adventist churches and other groups that engage in supper clubs. And you can find those oftentimes locally in your community. So we want to encourage you to take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, look up your local Seventh-day Adventist church, call them up and say, I'd like to come to your supper club. When are you meeting? Absolutely. Yes, that'd be great. The fifth thing was, she said, I learned to daily accept responsibility, to rehearse positive choices instead of mourning over mistakes. You know, there's these up and down experiences throughout life. You know, you make a decision and then you have these ups and downs. We call them relapses, maybe. But you don't beat yourself up over where you're slipping. Mm -hmm. You say, what did I do well to keep on the path of making those positive choices? And when you lay your head on your pillow at night and you thank God for the blessings of the day, you reflect on the ways God has given you power to make those healthy choices during the day. So she decided she was going to accept responsibility and to learn to look on the positive and to encourage herself on the path that she was going in the right direction. The sixth step was I chose to act on my decision every day. And some of the key lifestyle decisions that moved her forward to reach her goals, she says, I learned how to choose healthful, high-fiber fruits, veggies, whole grains, and beans and stopped buying impulse Mm. comfort foods. That's very interesting because I find if I'm not feeding my body with the right nutrition, with healthy foods, I start to gravitate and crave those unhealthy things. But what I find is that when I fill my belly, so to speak, with all the healthful things, you know, those things are often high in fiber, they're much better for you, they're more filling, and they hold you longer than those empty calorie, high sugar, high fat foods. And so when I am actually eating the healthy foods, I find that if I just eat an adequate amount, just a small amount, I fill myself up, I don't have room for that other stuff, and I don't crave it because my body is getting the nutrition that it needs. Absolutely. So she decided that she was going to choose healthful foods and that she was deciding to exercise every day to become more strong and fit. The seventh was that she learned to see in today's discipline tomorrow's reward. Mm. So she lost 80 pounds and kept it off for years. Her thinking and mindset were healed in the process and not just her body. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting because... Something I've learned is that experiencing the negative cycles can actually, in some senses, be helpful in getting set free. And here's what I mean by that. I often know when I eat a certain thing or I make a certain choice, I've done it enough times to know how I'm going to feel after. And so then I think to myself, how am I going to feel 30 seconds or an hour after I eat this thing or do this thing? And then I'm reminded because of that pattern how I feel. And I say, you know what? I don't want to feel that way. And if I don't want to feel that way, I have to make the choice to prevent myself from feeling that way. It can actually be a catalyst into choosing the right thing. But I also know how I'm going to feel if I eat that broccoli instead of that, you know, that candy bar, that Snickers or whatever. And so it can make a difference. And so seeing the end goal, knowing that what I choose now is going to make me feel a certain way later, that's a powerful thing. And I can begin to discipline myself to do that. So going from wanting to winning. Anything else you want to add to that, Evelyn? 
You're absolutely right in that to think ahead and to say, okay, how will I feel in an hour Mm -hmm. after I make the decision? And that is a mature way of thinking and a way that will get you down the road and help you to reach your goals. So tell us what happened to Cindy after she made those changes. Well, her headaches went away and she says, I just feel so good now. And she went from a size 18 to a size 8 and felt great. And she said, every good choice today yields a gift tomorrow. Now that's something to look forward to. Absolutely. So through the journey, Cindy learned how to face and tackle obstacles and stay motivated. She kept faith by activating more time with God every day. And she also knows that making smart choices requires vigilance, planning ahead, just like you said, support, finding those people around you that can rally with you in this journey, and determination. So, Evelyn, let's talk a little bit about those secrets, those keys for success. What is the first one? Well, the first one is making sure that we have the right food going in. You know, there's a lot of physiological issues that's going on when we gain weight. And so we want to take care of the physical issues, things that our body needs. The foods that we eat and our exercise and our sleep habits all affect our physiology. And so we want to make sure that we're getting in the good stuff. And Mm -hmm. that typically would include foods as they come in nature. So when we go to the grocery store, we want to fill up our cart with the good stuff, you know, in the produce area. You know, make sure you got a lot of those fresh fruits and fresh veggies. When you fill up your cart with the good stuff, you're going to fill up your kitchen with the good stuff. And more likely, that's what you're going to be eating. Then that'll fill your belly and then it'll fill your brain, right? Exactly. So when you make that trip to the grocery store, plan ahead of what it is that you would like to put in your cart. You know, our brain, when we think something, it lights up some of the same areas of our brain as when we actually do it. Mm -hmm. So it's a practice. Mm -hmm. When you decide before you get there to the grocery store or before you go out to eat or whatever you're doing, The thinking process is really critical because it starts to light up the areas that you want to have lit up. So plan ahead by shopping smart. That could, you know, just a little more in detail with that, to actually make a menu ahead of time. Yes. Say, these are the things that I want to eat. I'm finding, researching healthy meals that I can buy the ingredients for ahead of time. And, you know, once you find a pretty good routine, once you find, you know, 10 or 20 meals that you enjoy, you can keep repeating those and then incorporating new ones along the way. But you'll have a base to go by. You want the fresh fruits and fresh vegetables, whole grains. Whole grain rice, whole grain bread. Yes. um, You know, those types of things. Barley. A lot of people enjoy quinoa. So some whole grains and beans. Mm -hmm. Now, beans happen to be a magical food, actually. It changes your biology in in a good way. It helps to satisfy. When you eat foods, as we've just mentioned, they're high in dietary fiber. And that is the key ingredient to changing your physiology and helping you to stay satisfied. We can't walk around in this society and be hungry. We have to be satisfied, and the foods that satisfy are the ones that are high in dietary fiber. 
the food that is the very highest happens to be beans. Mm -hmm. So looking at, you know, what did my mom or grandma make that I enjoyed when I was growing up that included beans? You look at ethnic foods and you often find grains and beans as a staple in Mm -hmm. most ethnic foods. And you can read the label with dietary fiber and we want to get up to 30 to 50 grams a day. And most people don't get more than 7 to 10 in the whole day. We're very deficient in the magical foods that will help to keep us satisfied. So dietary fiber is the big one. A lot of people are getting too little fiber and too high protein. Is that correct? Or too high. Fast. um, Yes. They don't get enough fiber. And typically, it's refined carbohydrates that are high in sugar and refined starches or flour. Many times, it's the saturated fats and so forth. So we want to make sure we're getting the healthy fats that would come in nuts and seeds and olives and some maybe olive oil that would create a satisfied feeling. You know, sometimes people have this fear that, well, you know, I don't want to just sit around and eat a piece of broccoli or lettuce all day. I want to eat something that tastes good. Can those foods taste good when we prepare them properly? There is so much variety and taste and creativity when you start to think about plant-based meals, Mm -hmm. you know, more veggies. And our first suggestion is to add more. You know, we add before we take away. Mm -hmm. So add more fruits to your breakfast. Add more veggies for your lunch and supper. And beans, you know, how can I add more of the good stuff? And then start to evaluate. Maybe there are some foods that I could do less of, Mm -hmm. and that would be the higher saturated fats, the foods that are higher in sugar. Because as we eat foods that are high in sugar and fat, we actually produce bacteria called the microbiome in our gut that will create an even greater desire to eat Mm -hmm. more sugars and fats. Mm -hmm. As we eat healthy foods that are higher in dietary fiber, That feeds the healthy microbiota, and we actually start to desire to have more of the healthy foods when we get hungry. There is a direct relationship between the foods we eat and the microbiota, or the gut bacteria that we have, which influences our appetite and the foods that we want. So one of the things we want to do is to change our biology so that we're actually wanting to eat the healthier foods. Now, there is a process process. in making that change. So you have to know what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. And then you go, okay, I may be uncomfortable for a few days, and I may have some cravings for certain foods, but I know that if I stick with this for Mm -hmm. a few days, my biology will change, therefore my cravings will change, and it will become easier to make the healthier choices. The body sort of detoxes even. Yes. And we get these patterns, and sometimes people are actually addicted mm-hmm. to certain food substances. And so the process can change. And depending on how long or the severity will determine how long it may take to overcome. But many changes can happen just within a few days or a few weeks with Mm -hmm. the biology. That's pretty fascinating, isn't it? It's very fascinating. God begins to adapt us back and change us back to the way he originally designed us to We were designed for renewal, restoration, Mm -hmm. and recovery. So as we choose this plan of healthy food choices, drinking enough water, going for a walk every day, those are actually simple things Mm -hmm. to do. But it totally transforms mentally, physically, 
and can even affect spiritually. Yeah, that's right. And there may uh-huh. be a battle at first, friends, but you stick with it. You maintain that discipline, perseverance, and then it becomes easier and easier. Well, let's keep going here. Let's talk about some more of these secrets and keys. Yes. So going shopping and getting your cart full and then making sure you've got plenty of veggies and plant foods and then being aware of things that come in bottles, bags, and bars. Mm. Now, those are the things that can really catch you. And food industry knows this. Yep. You know, they're in the business of getting their customers to come back. And they do know that salt, sugar, and fat can become that habit-forming and sometimes even addictive substance. So looking out for that, reading labels, but keeping a focus on, am I getting enough fiber? Mm-hmm. Am I eating enough plant foods? A good question to ask is, am I eating enough to lose weight? It's important to make sure that there is enough dietary fiber, enough whole foods that we're consuming so that we can lose weight. So what you're saying is if we eat the right foods, the foods that God has designed for us, we can actually eat more than we may eat of these other things and actually lose weight. Eat more and weigh less. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. So it's all about the type of food we're putting in our bodies. That's right. And also the time. Mm -hmm. So making sure that there is a substantial healthy choices for breakfast. A whole grain cereal, a handful of walnuts, two or three fresh fruits with that Mm -hmm. so that you've got some good energy for your brain and your body and you're satisfied so that you're not going to be going to the vending machine or finding that snack at 10 o'clock in the morning. And if we just simply do a little organization, those things can be just as quick as those quick snacks that are bad for us. There's nothing more fast food than grabbing an apple or a banana. That's right. That's the fastest way you can get some good nutrition. That's right. And you may not realize that there is so many calories just in a small bag of chips or in a candy bar. So check those out. High calorie foods. That's right. So shifting from things that have a lot of calories, we call them calorie dense foods, to calorie scents. So making those good choices. You could eat 25 carrots for the amount in an 8-ounce chocolate bar. Have you ever tried to sit down and eat 25 carrots? I mean, that would take you a while. You know, one or two are good for me, (laughs) and I love to juice them and get that nutrition out. But, yeah, 25 carrots would be a belly full. You'd be full quite quick. Fiber fills you up and keeps you fuller longer. And people who grab a Danish, instead of that Danish, you could have an apple, banana, orange, and a half a cantaloupe. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of food. That's a meal. And how long does it take you to eat a Danish? A few seconds. Just a few seconds. But how long would it take you to eat that Mm -hmm. bowl full of fruit Mm -hmm. and the satisfaction and the phytonutrients and the way that it's going to provide nutrients to your body and your brain and help with making better decisions? So the same amount of calories are in that all that food. And if I ate all that food, I would actually feel better than that Danish. Absolutely. You would feel better. You would have energy. Your brain would have the nutrients and the energy that it needs to make better choices for the rest of the day as well. So watching out for hidden calories is really important. But the closer you stick to the produce department with the unrefined grains, the beans, the garden variety, the less you have to worry about calories or grams Mm -hmm. of fat or anything else. So when you're staying with whole foods, you don't really have to. Most people don't need to even consider those calories Mm. because they're packaged in a way that is going to fill you up. You're going to be satisfied before you overconsume the calories. 
So meal timing is important, trying to have meals on a regular schedule every four to six hours or so between meals and between meals, drinking plenty of water so that you're properly hydrated. So switching out those pops and soda drinks for water. That's right. You know, I have a relative that drinks about a case of Diet Cokes every day. So he's drinking at least more than 20 Diet Cokes every day, not ever drinking an ounce of water, constantly feeling terrible. So gradually exchanging that water is zero-calorie drink, very natural. It's God's choice for us, very healthy. A lot of people think if it's diet, maybe it's okay. But that creates all the problems. Even the diet drinks can throw off the appetite hormones. The liptin and ghrelin are appetite hormones that tell us when we're hungry and when we're full. And it's thrown off with sugar and fat and not enough sleep but also with diet drinks. And so we want that calibration of appetite hormones. So meal timing, drinking plenty of water, going for a walk every day and getting enough sleep. Getting enough sleep is very, very important because that balances the appetite hormones. It also lowers the cortisol levels. Mm -hmm. And many times we're going to food because of stress. So sleep helps to recalibrate. And so it's so important. It's kind of on the top of the list when you want to lose weight and be healthy is make sure you guard your sleep time. Friends go to bed at night. (laughs) That's right. So it takes time and perseverance to recover lost ground and form healthy habits. But God will give us guidance. He will give us power and he will give us the will to stick to it. So tapping into this power, promises, and the plan of God is the way to success. All the foods that he created for us are the foods that we find are the most beneficial. I mean, it's a very simple principle. And if we're willing to stick to his plan, we're not going to have to worry about many of the diseases that are plaguing our country and our society today. We're going to live happily, healthily, freely, and we're going to feel good. And when we feel good, we're going to think good. We're going to make better and better choices. And probably be nicer. Absolutely. We'll be nicer people, won't we? (laughs) Our attitudes will shift. We won't be so irritable. I think of Psalm 103, verse 5, and it says, He, speaking of God, satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. And so actually we can, in a sense, eat ourselves younger and feel better and look better and be able to have healthier relationships with others. That's God's plan for us. He wants us to have that abundant life. And so we want to ask you the question today, friends, would you be willing to follow God's plan? Would you be willing to yield yourself to him? And it is the very best plan. You know, it's amazing to me that science today is finding that the biblical diet is the very best diet you can have. That's right. Those plant-based foods, eating foods as they're found in nature, avoiding things that are unnatural or processed, and that this is not new information. Science is just now discovering what God has written thousands of years ago. And if we're willing to commit ourselves to it, we'll find ourselves to be much better feeling in life and thinking in life. And so God knows our needs. He knows the challenges that we face. He knows the difficulties we're carrying in life. But he has a plan. And he's compassionate and he's merciful and he's patient. And friends, today, if you're willing to step out and trust him and to commit yourself to these things, your life can be changed. And so, Evelyn, I'd like to invite you today to pray for that person who's listening today. Maybe they're driving down in their car. Maybe it's a single mother with five children. She's listening in her home as she's thinking, what am I going to prepare for supper tonight for these kids? There may be a wide variety of people listening. Would you have a prayer for them today? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, you have power that you can give us on a daily basis. And I thank you for that. 
I pray that you would be with each one that's listening today, that's reaching out for help, that you would empower them with your love and direction and wisdom, and that we will choose to follow your plan to eat those foods that you have prepared for us, to take that time to go for a walk every day and to spend time with you each day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Evelyn, I want to thank you so much for being on the program with us today. And we just appreciate the information that you shared with us. And we want that information to result in a transformation. And so, friends, my name is Wes Peppers. I'm your host for Balanced Living. And our subject today was healthy eating, how to lose weight and keep it off. We look forward to seeing you again on our next program. Until then, go to lifestylematters.com where you can take advantage of all the resources that are available to you, absolutely free videos, PowerPoints, handouts that will give you the tools you need to take those first few steps. Until then, God bless you. Have a wonderful day.